Hello everybody, welcome to Wildfire Tribe. You're listening to our podcast and we thank you for doing so. My name is Sean. And I'm Kylie. And we're married. The reason why I say that is because I just realised the other day that after doing 28 or 29 podcasts so far, that I don't know that we've ever spoken about us being a married couple or not. Mm, yeah. So unless people actually know us and know that that's the case, then probably people might think we're friends with the the same last name. Yeah, and maybe people don't even know what our last name is. Well, it's true. Why would they know what our last name is? Because we only ever say, my name is Sean and my name is Kylie. Mm, True. But what it's worth, we are married. (laughs) We've been married for 29 years. And this is our 29th podcast, is it? Yes, it is. Or 30th. Yeah, I think it's number 29. So we thank you for listening to us. We thank you for finding us wherever you found us. And we thank you if it's your first time or if it's your 29th time. We hope that this is an encouraging discussion about the mysteries of God. We call this podcast Wildfire Tribe, Real Conversations About Mysterious, mystical things. Mystical things. I don't even know what it's about. (laughs) Real conversations about mystical things. Yes, the mysteries of God. Why is he a mystery? Mm, I guess because there isn't really a box to put him in and explain exactly what it's all about. So we do have a topic for today and what is the topic? It's out of the box. Out of the box. Yeah. What's the box, Kylie? Well, the box really is any kind of understanding that separates us into categories of humankind, isn't it? It's like a, it's it's the us and them mentality. It's us over here in this box think that we've got it right and you guys over there in your boxes have got it wrong. Right. Yeah, I think it's just an open discussion about why we are choosing not to be in bo- in a box and whether or not that's just another box in itself is the box of choosing not to be in a box. So is this a, a discussion about beliefs? Is it a discussion about religion? Is it, dis- is it a discussion about us and them? And is it a discussion about freedom and equality and love i don't know you've got a lot of questions for somebody that chose the topic so i was kind of hoping that you would actually tell us what the topic's about i know that this is conversational and we we don't we don't come at this podcast as being people that are presenting you with all of the answers to all of life's questions because we find that life is quite fluid and and moving and, and conversational and conversational so out of the box is a conversation about whatever you want it to be. But for us today, I'm assuming that you want to speak about religion, about church, about belief systems, because we are the the uh, mystics, we are the freedom and adventure mystics, unless you just want to talk about motorbikes, which I thought that we probably shouldn't talk about today. We did talk about them a lot last week. We talk about them a lot all of the time. <laughs> Real conversations about motorbikes. (laughs) And for that, you can actually go to many other podcasts that talk about two-wheel adventures. Or this one, where we're going to talk about motorbikes just for a little bit, because just because I want to. (laughs) But even in the motorbike scene, 
there's even like different groups of mainly fellas, but but girls of course as well, who form little diff- different little clubs depending on what bike you have, what style of bike, what brand of bike. You can be a part of the Honda Grom club and everybody rides those bikes and sometimes if you've got another little bike that's a similar size you might be allowed to ride with them but if you've got a big Harley then you're not really supposed to ride alongside the little Honda Grom. Same with the Harley guys obviously there's lots of different groups of fellas that ride those for different reasons and may or may not allow you to ride with them depending on what you look like, what style of bike you have. We like to have little boxes in every part of life. We like to have uniforms. It's another box that I noticed when you move from town to town, job to job. You notice that even within a town, especially well, especially little country towns, that people are similarly... Huh, can't say that word. Similarly. <laughs> <laughs> I can't say it. That people dress... In a similar fashion, mm. depending on where you are, and that could be because you know, practical. That, yeah, it's practical. There's the same shops, so therefore yeah. you're buying your clothes from the same same people. But we just seem to maybe without even realising it, fall within boxes, or we, you know, we like to associate with people who have similar interests as well. Yeah. That's another thing. So, and I don't think any of those things is necessarily wrong or bad. Like it, it only becomes an issue when we start to go. Well, all of you guys outside of our box, you you haven't. You're wrong. So and, it's and we're the same right over here in this box. The discussion around faith, isn't it, and uh, Christianity or any religion? Yeah, isn't that that more of our style of thinking too? Is what is it okay for you to have beliefs about? the end of the world within a, the Christian faith that are, that differ to somebody else within the Christian faith who thinks something completely different? Does it only become a problem when you have to stand your ground and say Jesus is coming back and he's coming back soon and this is what it's going to look like versus the people that say he's already here mm. or he's coming back and then this is going to happen for however many years and then this is going to happen? It seems to only be a, an issue when we're totally inflexible as to what we believe to be true. Well, I have to say that on the whole, most of my experiences with church right from when I was very young to all throughout my whole life have been great. Like I've found beautiful friendships in those communities. I've found I've found what I needed for those times in my life, really. found a, a, a place where I can uh, worship with other people, where I can have coffee and, you know, chat to other mums when I had young kids. And I've found a place of escaping the difficulties, I guess, finding that place where you can come in to maybe feel closer to God where you don't necessarily feel that when you're just living in your ordinary life but I also feel like in that that I have really listened to God and followed his voice in and out of those places and I haven't been swayed in that place to to maybe being convinced to stay longer than was for me you know, out of some kind of obligation or fear that maybe I wasn't going to be okay if I left. And 
you know, pursued something else. And and that sometimes is where it gets a little bit interesting. So you're in that box of people that believe that you can follow God's voice. Yeah. And that that is a box. It doesn't have to be a box, but it is a box in some circles because there's some people of the Christian faith that don't believe that you can hear God's voice, that mm. that's a thing of the past, that that's not how you would live your life, that you'll be deceived, that you could quite possibly be following the wrong voice. We've got seagulls visiting us and making a noise. Hopefully you can hear them in the background. We do like to try and do our podcast outside so that you get to pick up a bit of the freedom and adventure vibe of being outdoors. We're down by the river again and we have some seagulls and some, can't see any at the moment, but there's probably ducks around, etc. So the box of... We do like to talk about Christianity. That that's our that's our thing, isn't it? Yeah. Well, I think even broader than that, I think it's just d- discussing walking with God in the unfolding ways that that looks for each unique person, and each one of us has a different way of walking that out. Like He is so big that we can't exclude any individual person's walk with Him because of our own understanding of God for ourselves. And I feel like the journey that he's taken us on as we've come outside of the traditional churches and just been on this big, expansive walk with him where often we're in places where there are no churches. So we've spent time just building that relationship with him on our own. What about that town we lived in recently where when you just when you're talking about there being no churches and there was actually one church and yeah. there was a church in that little place that we lived in there for was. quite a few years and and I went to it once in all of the time we were there. Yeah. And it was just by chance that I ended up meeting a person who was on their way to that church. I was just passing them in the street and that person said to me, "You should come into church." And I thought, "Yeah, why not? I like this fella." He goes to church. I like. I love God. Like, I would, why not? So I said to this fellow, can I wear my hat in this church? Because I was actually riding my motorbike at the time and my hair was messy back when I used to have hair. And he said, yeah, that wouldn't be a problem. So I put my hat on and I went into church and almost immediately I was asked why I have a hat on and told that I probably should take it off. Because Jesus doesn't like hats, honey. Well, the person who said that to me didn't say that about Jesus (laughs) not liking hats, but it was certainly challenging for me. I've had that challenge presented to me once or twice other than that event as well in churches. Yeah, where you've been asked to take your hat off in church. Yeah, when you walk into the church and someone will come up to you and say, can't wear hats in this church. That's a bit of a box for me. It mightn't be for everybody. It might not. It's not necessarily a big enough box for me to ensure that I never become a part of their congregation or that I hate the person that brought in the rule or anything like that. But it's interesting that each denomination, each church does seem to have its own guidelines or rules, even down to hats or not. 
I, I kind of just want to start by saying this isn't a church bashing session. So if if Are you, you if you're me? listening, no, 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 I'm saying it just to just to encourage everybody that's listening that if you are part of a beautiful church group or even one that's a little bit odd but it's still cool, <laughs> then don't switch off because we're not afraid of people gathering together. We're not afraid of people meeting together, of joining together. Exactly, we, we gather go to church. Exactly, sometimes and yeah. sometimes we don't. And, you know, we're, we're all for seeing the restoration of our communities, for seeing people's lives entwined and entangled together as we all walk out the mysteries of God, as we wanting to uh, live through the unity of the Spirit, that we're just wanting the more for our lives and what that looks like, walking with Him. So I just wanted to say we will be discussing today a new and beautiful expression of His wonder and glory as we reimagine the gathering as we recreate a way that we can do this together as long time church gatherings are finding their numbers dwindling maybe in more conservative churches uh, other churches are grappling with lots of different issues and complaints against their different denominations for all kinds of different things and then there's lots of us who've stepped out of church and still are longing to be a part of each other's lives still longing to gather with people and wondering what does this look like now because what what he's doing in in this space is expanding our acceptance for one another, expanding our love for one another, the love that he has for all of humanity, depositing that love within our hearts so we can see more of who he is in people that we may not have been able to see him in before. I had a leader of a church at my house yesterday who, during a conversation, encouraged me profusely that I really sh- need to be a part of a, an ongoing gathering, that it's not, it's not healthy, it's not wise, it's maybe not even possible to walk out a faith journey not being in a community. So we have people that believe that, and that's perfectly fine. I'm pretty cool with most people believing what they want to believe. And us personally, we do go to church sometimes sometimes we don't sometimes we gather online we spend a lot of time on zooms don't we yep in with different people that are people that love god and who are walking out different parts of their existence their family life in the knowledge of their love for god and what that looks like for each different group of people we spend time with is different again so mm. If somebody believes that we need to be going to a, a building every Sunday and the same building under the same teaching of the same people, singing the same sorts of songs or whatever that looks like, I am actually okay with that understanding of that person's faith journey because I have to be. If they're walking their existence out with God, they're actually talking to him, listening to him, going to church because he's telling them that's a good idea or they're sensing that that's where they should be. Who am I to tell them that's not what he has for them? Exactly. And in the same way, I think that it possibly should go both ways. If you are a part of a church regularly and you're sowing in, you're tithing, you're fasting with everybody else, you're praying for the same things, you're supporting something in India or Africa or something like that, that's that's amazing that God would have you be doing that. But 
does that mean that I have to join your gang? Do I have to be a part of your group and believe the same things and be pressing forward into the same things to be accepted by you? Mm. Or are you okay with me walking out my existence with God, doing things that might look completely different to you and in some ways may look like I actually don't know what I'm doing? Mm. Oh, by the way, I don't know what I'm doing. Yeah. Well, I feel like what we're ultimately encouraging people is to come out from underneath religion. Like religion is is the box. It's We're encouraging people to come into his Right, so that's life. what this podcast is about now. It's about the religious box. Well, I think it, we have to talk about religion for us to... I agree, by the way. Like, I was just wondering how long it would take you to get to this point. That it's actually, we're not, it's not a podcast about bashing churches or not. It's actually, we are not the biggest fans of religion. That's right. What is religion then? Well, religion is a set of organized beliefs, practices, systems that most often relate to the belief and worship of a controlling force, such as a personal God or another supernatural being. So religion's also defined as a range of social and cultural systems, including designated behaviours and practices, morals, beliefs, worldviews, texts, sanctified practices, ethics, or organisations that generally relate humanity to supernatural, transcendental, and spiritual elements. Although there's no scholarly consensus over what precisely constitutes a religion, different religions may or may not contain various elements. So there's all kinds of different things. And religion, there's actually estimated to be 10,000 distinct religions worldwide. But nearly all of them are regionally based. So there's four predominant ones which are Christianity, Islam, Hinduism and Buddhism, which accounts for over 77% of the world's population in those four religions. So the other 9,000 religions account for 8% and the other percent is people who are atheists. Right, okay. So my, where I, the way that I think about religion is that religion is a system of guidelines, rules that you need to adhere to or need to at least strive to adhere to to stay in the certain the same sort of belief structure as as other people whilst also believing that to stray outside of those guidelines or rules could mean that your relationship with God that you're standing with him that his judgment of you could be changed depending on whether you keep those guidelines or not. Mm. Yeah, I think so. I think there is definitely rules that are enforced by people in the religions that are recommendations. Sometimes they're actually punishable rules, really. Like if uh, if you fall outside of those rules that are part of your religious beliefs. So those rules are in place to keep us safe, to keep us... Or on to track. help us be able to walk in unity together. Yeah. So there's not too much infighting as yeah. long as you believe our rules. But ultimately, to believe our rules or our guidelines or to say that you will adhere to whatever this church believes in means that your idea of what faith is, Christianity, 
is a certain version as opposed to someone else's. Yeah. And therefore, if you abide by all the rules and do all the things right and don't cause too much trouble and you can stay in our gang, that you're also more likely to enter into the favour of the God of the day, the God that we've chosen to to worship. Yeah, I think That we agree so. that is the one true God. Yeah. At least, the, at least Hinduism has many gods, like you can just sort of choose lots of different ones. And depending on where you sit with Christianity as well, you know, there is obviously talk of the one true God and he has a few different names depending on whether you want to speak in English or Hebrew or, or how you want to refer to him. So it's, a, it's an enormous topic of where the rules come from and why and whether they're necessary as well. Yeah, well, I think that, you know, if we're just talking about walking with God and the, the laws that were put into place to keep people on track originally and then the fact that Jesus came to set us free from the things that we weren't able to adhere to, to buy us absolute freedom, to only take that freedom and surround ourselves with a whole bunch of rules to keep us safe and on track and, you know, not wanting to fall into the ditch or any of those kind of things or the ultimate fear, going to hell, that that ultimate fear would be put in our in our future if we follow the wrong path or believe the wrong thing it's it doesn't seem to measure up with a loving god like an a god that loves unconditionally i thought that means there's no conditions to his love i thought that meant that we can walk a life a great life of expansive freedom and wonder oh and so you meekness. reckon you can just do whatever you want now kylie and not go to hell well, I feel like that the fear is that there's too much evil in the world and, you know, like if you if you don't keep all of these rules, then you will find yourself in a place of falling into evil ways. But what that completely disregards is that what Jesus gave us access to is an unhindered, absolutely free, open doorway to access the Father and relationship with Him that brings us into that place that we have always been in since before the beginning of time, where our true nature and all of the very nature of God is ours. So when we come into that revelation, that keeps us out of that place where we are having all those horrible, murderous, awful thoughts and wanting to be a part of things that aren't good because our very nature becomes his very nature so that ceases to be even in our thought process but people don't actually encourage people into the depths of that relationship with God and uncovering ourselves who we truly are because of the fear of oh no you don't want to get it wrong you you know you might not be able to hear from God like it's just safer if we just hear from God through the pastor or through the people that have been to theological college or through the people that know the scriptures you know like that we couldn't possibly carve out and have that relationship with God for ourselves. So I've been to Bible college, have you? Uh, yes, I have. You have? Yeah. I didn't know that. Ah, so we're even then. 
I haven't done a full certificate like you did, though. I oh, did, I've got a certificate. I did a whole bunch of different courses. So I know more than you about God then. You must, because you've got a certificate. Well, I'm joking, of course, because I don't <laughs> believe that that's true. And therefore, I don't believe that it's true or possible or likely that anybody that studied theology and has a bigger certificate than mine is therefore now closer to God. Yeah, because I feel like it... it relationship transcends knowledge so there is something about the knowledge of God like that that becomes something far more when it becomes experiential and I think that's the walk of the mystic that's the part where he led us out of those places of building a great knowledge of God into this experiential lifestyle of walking with him in every moment and it's an interesting adventure just going okay we're just going to put into practice everything we've learned about God and we're going to start to get to know the person of God to start to get to know Jesus to know Holy Spirit as a friend to know the Trinity and then outside of that to know the realms of heaven and all of the amazing places we have access to as sons of God right here, right now, before we even die, if we even have to die. Yeah, and before you go to those, one of two options, heaven or hell after you die. I think it's safe to say that overall, in the majority, the Christian church believes that, 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 that this is what this life is all about is to walk out this existence for whatever this means and whatever it's worth to ensure a place in eternity of one of two choices, heaven or hell. John Crowder writes in his book, Cosmos Reborn, he says, the church is a, mic- a microcosm here in the earth of what humanity and the entire cosmos is really called to be. And we treat those who don't know the truth according to their true identity as much as possible. Those who are not yet awakened to the fact that they are clean and forgiven before they even know to ask. (laughs) And then he also says in his book, The Ecstasy of Loving God, God wants a people addicted to his pleasure, a people who serve him for no other reason than the delight they take in him. This is the very heart of worship. It's not self-centered. It is putting God at the very center of self so that self cannot possibly be satisfied without him. So it doesn't sound there to me like there's any discussion about the afterlife and why, why you would want to choose God or not in this lifetime. It's more about the experience of him right now and, yeah. and, and the experience of actually recognizing that you already know him, that that salvation moment that we talk about in Christian faith is not necessarily a moment of going, okay, I'm going to invite you into my heart to show me how to live my life so that I can work my way towards heaven, but it's more a salvation moment of realizing who you actually already are. Yeah. And out of that place, our whole lives become this sweet song where heaven and earth collide. You know, we we become this crossing over place where all of a sudden we are life bringers to the atmosphere with which we reside. We are this beautiful fragrance that is just life-giving and 
we are this beautiful shining light and that comes out of that place of being awakened to the wonder that we are a vessel of his presence that we are we walk with him in him we live and ha- move and have our being and in that place he is within us as well like it's it's this experiential relationship of okay what does it look like when we are awakened as individuals to who we are in Christ and then we gather what are we gathering for well that's the question because i feel like what we've found is all of these beautiful people over the years that have maybe come out of some of these more religious communities and because of potentially some kind of controlling nature or things that they feel like god's leading them out of these places for a time but then they they come back to this place where they long for community they long for connection they long for Um, meeting in the physical space. So what is that? Why is it that God is not enough? We've been in gatherings recently amongst other people that believe in God and that are walking out their existence with their family with God and also in the pursuit of gathering amongst other like-minded people. And it's been amazing. It's been a really encouraging, loving time of finding people that also love God and and are pursuing him with everything that they have. So recently we've been in community that that we think is amazing to be around, but we've also had experience over the years, as most of the people that we know have, of of attending boxes, because that's the topic of the day, where they sometimes are controlled by the person at the top who bases his relationship with you upon some rules that they've decided are need to be in place. We've been in and out of favour of church leaders in some of the boxes that we've attended. We've been encouraged wholeheartedly to keep on attending some places and to become a part of the future of those churches as well. And it's not until you step out of line with your belief structure... The seagulls just decided that he <laughs> wants to be on the podcast. He just came and made all that noise and left. He's having his say, just like I am. Yeah, so we have found ourselves in what we would call unhealthy relationship within a church as well. And then you have a decision to make there as to whether you want to continue to be a part of that or not. And then there's always discussions as to when you want to leave an environment like that, not attend any further that you feel sometimes like there's something wrong with you, that you haven't got what it takes to be a person of faith because you're not on the same page, you're not moving forwards with this group in the same way, so therefore you are possibly being deceived or backsliding out of your faith. We've definitely, that's been a part of our experience. And it's not something we, we ever want to dwell on, it's... It's perfectly normal. It's it's a discussion that we have with people all of the time who have also found themselves in and out of relationship with different churches as well. And it's for me, I just think that anything that's presented to you in this existence of humanity, if you can just walk it out with God, ask Him, talk to Him about it, 
analyze with him what it is that he would want you to do, then for me, starting my own religion in my own box, I would have to say that that's a pretty good path to be walking. Mm. Yeah, and I feel like for me, like one of the things I keep coming back to is I, I need to make sure that you know, I'm not holding offence in my heart. I'm not judging those people in that space, you know, that I'm not feeling all of those feelings that you feel sometimes when you feel hurt about a situation because there's always two sides. You know, the other side is also feeling something. They're maybe feeling let down or they're maybe feeling like things didn't turn out how they'd hoped for either and that in all of that I have to just keep let, letting go of any of those things that aren't from him, I'm not meant to be offended. And so I'm going to continue to go, okay, well, I'm feeling a bit funny about this, but I'm just going to let that go because there, there's power in that place of just continuing to to forgive and to just continuing to love. And sometimes... And that doesn't mean that you're right and they're wrong, does it? Like, what if, exactly. what if you're in a church environment that you feel like you're getting squeezed out of or that's becoming unhealthy for your your walk, according to you. Is it not possible that the people that are running that church are also walking, listening to God's voice? You would hope so. You would hope that that's why you started attending in the first place. So if it's possible that all the churches that are functioning at the moment are run by people who are listening to God's voice and they're acting out their existence in the way that they believe he wants them to, and you don't fit in there, that it's just not a match. It doesn't mean it's right or it's wrong or that they're right and you're wrong. Boom. And that's it. You've just nailed it right there. You just like, have to be okay with everybody else walking out their existence with him. Exactly. Because he's big enough yep. for it all to look different. And that's the unity of the spirit. That's like this place where we can come to an understanding that everybody that is not like us is not necessarily wrong. You know, like we have to come to this place where we can be loving of all people on their journey, wherever they are, and not feel like we've got to get them to come over into our box to finally realize the truth. It's like those, all those months ago when I was drawing, I draw a bit and I generally draw with black pen and I know I've spoken of this before, but you may not have heard it, but... I generally draw with a black pen on white paper and I've done that for years and years and years, like nearly 30 years. And just recently God spoke to me and told me, Sean, there is not only black and white, but there is many shades in between and colour too. And there was not just about the artwork, the drawings that I've been doing, but it did help me to consider that I should use other shades and colours for my artwork but it was beyond that. It was a deep knowing that what God was meaning was that we need to not be so black and white about the things that we believe to be true because there are many shades in between and there's colour as well. And if we can come to that place of believing that that is the case with all of our doctrines that separate us, then maybe there doesn't need to be any separation. It's exactly. just an artwork. I love it. John Crowder says in his book, The Mystical Union, Christianity was originally called good news. It used to be a happy message that people wanted to be a part of. The original version of the gospel seemed too good to be true. That's why it spread like wildfire. 
Heaven is a free gift. Your sinfulness abolished. Effortless union with God. Amazing benefits. Instant easy soul purge. Let me tell you, if the gospel you've heard is not too good to be true, it probably isn't. The frequency of the gospel always inspires, always brings life and hope. The flavor and the sound of the true gospel never puts rule and regulation and heavy trips on you, never makes you feel you have to live up to any systematic expectations for acceptance It always encourages, always hopes, always trusts, and always loves. Yeah, because when there's times in your life, like for us, uh, at least it's our experience, when when things are difficult for whatever reason, you need to be able to process that from a place of believing whether or not God loves you firstly. And if he does, then why is it that you're walking out times that seem like they're difficult? And if you, if your thinking aligns with the thought that if it's difficult right now, that that means that God's punishing you, therefore you need to do something to get more back into his favour so that things are not as difficult, then that's where religion comes in. That's the, the box thinking of, I've stepped outside of these rules that make my life easy, so I need to step back into those rules to get back into that place of ease. I need to do what it is that the church tells me that I should be doing. Have I fasted? Have I prayed? Have I done? Have I come to church with my hat on, the wrong shoes, the wrong outfit? Have I sat in someone else's seat? Have I not sung passionately in worship? Have I come into church with the wrong attitude? Any time that you feel like you have to do something to get back into God's favour is the religion that we speak of. The rules that have been put in place for you to have a more comfortable existence with a God that loves you unconditionally. Well, it says in 1 Peter 2.9, You are a chosen race, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, God's own people, in order that you may proclaim the mighty acts of him who called you out of darkness and into his marvellous light. I've just been thinking that lately we haven't been going to church very often, Kylie, and sometimes we talk about it and sometimes we feel like we shouldn't go because it makes me angry. At least that's what you told me, that I get angry, and I do sometimes. But I shouldn't really even be letting that anger affect my experience of church either. Because whilst I'm judging the rules of another church and the reasons why it's making me angry, I've decided to impose my rules upon them as to what makes God happy or what this existence on earth needs to look like for other people as well. Exactly. And I feel like part of our process of deconstruction, if you were, which is really like going, allowing um, God to walk with you through that process of the renewal of your mind, which is like just all of those old paradigms and belief systems that, that have restricted our walk with God letting them fall away and coming in to a new understanding of what it is to walk as sons and daughters of God. Be transformed by the renewing of your mind. But yesterday, Kylie, I don't know if you remember, we did a, we've been doing a breath work course. Yes. And they were speaking about the fact that the heart actually has the ability to remember and the heart sends more signals to the brain than the brain sends to the heart. Exactly. So the renewing of your mind 
must somehow involve your heart. Yeah, definitely. Rather than just separating your heart from your brain. And I think that's what our old paradigm was. We wouldn't want to be led by our heart. We need to think about this logically. Like we've been given a mind, we've got to use it. I grew up with that thought, oh, well, you've got a brain to, you figure it out. You There'll be an, a logical way out of this situation or you can't just be blowing on the breeze, just listening to your heart. But actually our heart is this incredible, beautiful, amazing organ that is, it is a thought organ really through lots of generations of hurt and, and trauma and, and difficult things that lots of people and their families have walked through has actually shut down its capacity to be able to function in the way that it was intended to has been shut down so we've just been left with this thought process in our mind and I don't know about you but I I really I get headaches sometimes just from trying to process things just in my head in my thinking I'm overthinking so many different things and I feel like you know I get this head ache from trying to figure it out where it's really I need to be coming back into that heart place. By the way Kylie the Bible does talk about being transformed by the renewing of your mind it doesn't say by the renewing of your brain. And so how would you differentiate between the two? So if you just do a quick google search um, for the biblical Greek for the word mind the mind or intellect nous N-O-U-S, can be described variously as a power, faculty, part, or aspect of the human soul. Yep, that's So it. renewing of your mind is not necessarily having to intellectually, with just your brain, come up with a different idea or thought, and that that's what you need to bank on and walk out your existence with. Because the mind, in the Bible that it speaks of in, in Romans, is more than just the brain. It's quite possibly mind as in your complete being. And well, it is a, it's a part of the soul. The soul. Yeah, which is the mind, will and emotions, is your soul. So be transformed by the renewing of your soul. Yeah. Then you will be able to test and approve what God's will is, his good, pleasing and perfect will. I love it. Do not conform any longer to the patterns of this world. I like it. So the patterns of this world, the patterns, the boxes, the mm. ideas, the rules, the structures yeah. put in place to to guide us into the, safe ex, the safest existence through humanity to get us to the place of heaven or hell, depending on your beliefs, those patterns. Is that what is spoken about in Romans? Do not conform any longer to the patterns of this world. So what are those patterns? Are those patterns the religious rules? Be transformed by the renewing of your soul. Mm. Have we just started a new religion, Kylie? We've just started a new box. Have we? Well, we have if so. we ask people to join the gang and believe these things or not. Well, I don't know that we're asking anybody to believe anything. I think what we're trying to do is have a conversation that broadens your capacity to be able to think outside of the box. Like, to be able to go, okay, well, if all things are possible, then... Doesn't that mean all things are possible? Oh, but you've got to be serious, Kylie. Like, I know the Bible says all things, but it can't mean that. <laughs> it says in Ephesians 1.10, And because of God's unfailing purpose, 
this detailed plan will reign supreme through every period of time until the fulfillment of all ages finally reaching its climax where God makes all things new in all of heaven and earth through Jesus Christ. So I was thinking the new creation reality is coming into the knowing that we're all included in Christ. So, I mean, we could go, okay, yeah, this is the new religion, the new creation reality. It's this new box over here called new creation reality. And we're all going to get into this new box. It's a little bit bigger than the old boxes. (laughs) but that's not what it's about it's about realizing the freedom that we were always given in christ jesus and why would anybody want to be included in that freedom church kylie why would anyone when i'm listening to us talking on this podcast about the different ideas that we have the different ideas that we know of the different churches have Mm. why would anybody want to be a part of any of it because we have this deep desire for connection with other people we really have this deep desire to make a difference to be a part of something that's bigger than ourselves and i think that what we don't realize in seeking for that is that we already have that in union with Jesus, like in union with God, we have that connection with one another. But there is something that is different when we gather together as people, like in the flesh, like there is something that is very special about that. And I think when we can do that without trying to convince people onto our side, without having to be judgmental and arguing and fighting and and all that kind of stuff that often goes on when families gather, if we can lay all of that side and just enjoy the sweetness of community, the sweetness of just laughing together and being together and, and encouraging one another and seeing the beauty in one another and seeing the wonder and the uniqueness, then we're walking together from glory to glory in that place. But if all things are possible, Kylie, then it's also possible that all people's belief structures are possible. It's true. And that's why we have to just love one another wherever we're all at. That's why we're called to love God and love one another. That's it. Because we're each on our own unique journey and we cannot be trying to tell each other what to do. And I love it when people talk to me you know, just in day-to-day life and ask me what I think about something that happened in their life or something that's in the Bible or an experience they're having. And and I quite often find myself falling back to that place of all things are possible. I can't even, I can't even in a normal conversation with somebody say to them, oh, that's not possible that you just saw, you know, an image behind that person with wings, therefore there's an angel there or not. How can I say that it's not possible? When the Bible tells me that all things are possible and that I know that in my existence with God over the last more than 10 years now that things have been revealed to me more and more now that I didn't know about over 10 years ago. So my existence with God is changing. My relationship with him is. The things that he's showing me is continually changing. So it's possible that all things are possible, including you seeing angels or not. Or me seeing them or not. Exactly. We're all included in Christ. 
Like it's time to throw off the grave clothes. No more mourning, no more tearing each other apart or picking on little things we didn't like or things that don't work. The hurts that were received and given, let's come up higher into the planes of infinite glory and wonder and let's express something quite wonderful as we gather. Let's not create another box of religion and rules but rather let's extend the freedom that was first extended to us. Let's extend the grace, the love, the peace, the kindness, the hope and the embrace that is filled with healing and love and freedom and divinity. Let's extend this into the spaces where others have not dared to tread. The roads, wherever it leads, for you, he is there. It may lead you into the depths of an established congregation, Let's release freedom and love there. It may take you to the ends of the earth where only a few people live. Let's extend love there. It says in Psalm 139, Where can I go from your spirit? Where can I flee from your presence? If I go to heaven, you're there. If I make my bed at the depths, you're there. If I rise on the wings of the dawn and settle on the far side of the sea, even there your hand will guide me and your hand will hold me fast. Surely the darkness will hide me and the light become night around me. Even the darkness will not be dark to you. The night will shine like day for darkness is as light to you. Awesome to listen to you read from the Bible. I was just thinking apart from the motorbike that I just saw and the seagulls that are very close by, I was just thinking about even hearing someone like you, a female, reading from the Bible. It sounds like you're, you know, you could be up the front of a church doing a teaching. And Mm. that alone is not allowed in a lot of churches. That's right. But some churches do allow it. Mm, That's right. Yeah. And that's another rule. That's another rule that, you know, if you happen to be born into that kind of church then it's enforcing a rule upon you if you're feeling like God's leading you to speak and share and you're a woman and you and you are unable to do that then that takes some courage to step out of that to make that dream become a reality because what you're having to do is turn your back on a whole bunch of people that you've lived your life with potentially and you know like we want to be encouraging people into the fullness of what God has for them not going oh no hold on a sec hold on a sec there's a rule here Paul did talk about that Kylie there's a reason why some denominations believe that women shouldn't be teaching in church as well and and in those denominations it it can be argued very successfully that they are right that women shouldn't be allowed to teach and then there's other denominations that will say yes but that was just for that church at that time a couple of thousand years ago that doesn't mean it's a blanket rule moving forward forever and ever right to the current day there's lots of discussions to be had about all of the rules exactly and that's what breaks us up exactly Because there's theology around each one of those. There's context. There's, okay, um, interpretation. There's like language transfer. There's all these were included. These are not included. This was here and that wasn't over there. And the need to be right. Exactly. I am right. Exactly. And for you, I need you to believe that I'm right and be okay with it because I'm building this community of believers and I have a job I have a job to do I've been called by God to to build this church and I need people to to come in here in harmony and harmony sometimes means just to agree with what I'm telling you to believe and then together we can build this monster box where we're all just getting along with each other exactly 
Well, I just think the box isn't church. The box is religion. The box isn't gathering together. The box is actually restrictions and rules. The box isn't a people from an organisation. The box is a system of beliefs that use control and manipulation, instilling in people, amongst many other things, their inability to hear from God for themselves. If God is speaking to you something that doesn't fit within the belief structure of your denomination, then can then the control is that those people would respond with that wouldn't be God. So we're not anti-church then, Kylie? No, absolutely not. No, we're not anti the gathering together of the saints. We're not anti the community and and walking with like-minded people that are sharpening iron together and just edifying and building one another up. So please, if you see us come into your church... Just be okay with us coming into your church. Don't be afraid. And be okay with us not coming next Sunday. Don't be offended if we come back or not. We are just walking out our existence on earth in unity with God, going where he wants us to go or not. And we're doing the best job that we know how to do of that. That's our heart's desire is to do that. So... If we're doing that, and you're also doing that by attending your church every Sunday or or whatever gang it is, you know, whatever gang you've got going. I know that even where we're sitting right now, we're actually down by the river and there's a, a lot of grass here and every Saturday, I think it is, I don't even know the rules of this club, but let's just say every Saturday, there's a group of guys that gather here with their motorbikes and their motorbikes are of a certain vintage. They've got to be more than 20 years old, I think, or maybe it's even 30, I'm not even sure. But every time I come into their existence, they want me to be a part of their group because I've got an old motorbike. And if I want to be a part of their group, I've got to pay a membership to be a part of their group to come every Saturday or whenever it is they meet to hang out and talk about the same things that they want to talk about. And I just ask that it's okay for me to not be a part of that group and to just ride my old motorbike and come and go. Can I just do that or do I have to be a part of your group to be able to get along with you? All things are possible with God. <laughs> All things are possible and I have found that it is possible. I have an ongoing relationship with guys around town that have old motorbikes and even though they keep asking me to be a part of their group, they seem to be okay with the fact that I choose not to. I love it. I love this. This is an unknown quote that I found, author unknown. My journey is not the same as yours and yours is not the same as mine. But if we meet on the particular path or road, let's just encourage one another. Well, I want to encourage you, Kylie, that I believe that by judging you from very close by, that you're on the correct path. I love it. (laughs) And we just want to encourage you wherever you're at in your walk that you're amazing. You're on this great wild adventure with him. If you're still at this point in the podcast, still listening, then you're on your own unique journey. You're holding on to him with your everything. You're experiencing something that is for you. 
you know, you're, you're trying to figure it out. You're trying to find that place where you can be in community with others or not. You can be walking with God on this great, expansive, adventurous, mystical journey where you're uncovering the fullness of who you've always been. And you're also on that journey of loving others on the pathway as you go along, wherever that happens to be. Yeah, I just love the fact that God's with us all of the time, that no matter what it feels like, that he's there. And so when there's times, like for me, for instance, where I've been in a town or a, or a house or a, or a business that I have no longer felt like I want to be in, I feel trapped, that God's right there with me. There's this deep comfort in knowing that if that's the case, then I'm actually exactly where he wants me to be at that time because he can remove me at any stage as well. So if, in a, if I'm in a place that doesn't feel great, then knowing that he's there with me is deeply comforting for me and it's not always easy. <laughs> I'm not saying that it's easy, but the knowing that means that there's going to be either a way out of the situation or that he is going to reveal to me a way of staying in the situation and being okay with it. And that's the beauty of God. He's so big. He's in all the boxes and outside of all the boxes. He's in absolutely everything. It says in Jeremiah 23, 23, I am a God who is everywhere and not in only one place. No one can hide where I cannot see them. And do you not know that I am everywhere in heaven and earth? So if you're thinking that your time in whatever box you might be in and you're wanting to not be in the box anymore, um, he's outside of the box as well, just uh, a little Yeah, note. that's very true. So if you're, con- if you're considering that your time in a church, just remembering that this is not an anti-church podcast, but if you're considering that your time in a church might be coming to an end and God's calling you... <laughs> to be outside of that church or to go to another church, go through those motions of having those discussions with the people around you that you love and trust and, and are doing life with. But just if you still feel like he's calling you out of that place, ultimately you have a decision to make as to whether you're going to follow his voice or somebody else's. Yeah, that's right. And he is everywhere. He's certainly been on all of our paths and... He's led us on some interesting paths, but he's always been there on them all. And a lot of our paths, as difficult as they might have been, and, you know, we could go, oh, well, you know, it's hard, must have got this one wrong. Or we could see that in these places of difficulty, sometimes that pushes you deeper in your relationship with him. It it um, doubles up on that place of the renewing of our mind, really letting go of those old paradigms and old belief systems, letting go of the the things that we don't even know why we react in the ways that we do, but we know that they're not a part of our future moving forward. And that if you've been out of church for a really long time and you're feeling like you want to build community again, just know that in the middle of that as well is a new way there is something beautiful about gathering together with people and that that can take all kinds of forms it can look like all different things it can just look like 
hanging out and doing lunch together. It can look like something deeper or something more immersive. It can look like so many different things in so many different ways. But at the bottom of, of it all is this beautiful foundation of his love. And that's the part that I'm excited about. I'm excited about more space being made in my being for his love so that we can actually become those rivers of living water that are flooding out and watering the earth wherever we choose to be. So we thank you so much for listening to our podcast and we thank you in the agreement that all things are possible. We know that if you're listening to this podcast that you also deeply believe that all things are possible with God. And we just thank you for listening. We thank you for being a part of our community. You listening actually just makes you a part of our community. There's no rules. (laughs) There's no sheet of paper you need to sign. We don't need your signature to be a part of the wildfire tribe. You just are because you're listening. Yeah. Yeah. We love you guys. And it is exciting to be on this adventure together. And uh, we have a website, don't forget, wildfiretribe.life, if you want to uh, follow uh, what we're up to at the moment. That sounds boring, Kylie. You didn't sell that very well. If you want to. Okay, we'll start again. You you say it this time. Well, I don't know how to do it either, but wildfiretribe.life is our website. And on our website is links to all sorts of other places like Facebook and Instagram and TikTok, which we are kind of active on and kind of not at times as well because there are no rules, Kylie. But there's also a link to Patreon on our website. And believing that all things are possible, we believe that there are people that would like to support us making this podcast as well as the other things that we have going on. So if God's whispering in your ear to partner with us to help us to keep doing this and the other projects that we have then we ask that you support us through patreon you can do that as a one-off gesture you can do it as an ongoing thing or you can just not there are no rules you can just continue to listen and be a part of our existence and not actually contribute financially at all and we're completely fine with that Yeah, absolutely. So have an amazing week and just know that that you don't need to be in the box to be safe. You don't need to be out of the box to be out of control. You can just be living in the infinite goodness and wonder and glory and freedom that is walking with God. And we're just excited for you wherever you're at and just releasing blessings and goodness and love over everything that is transpiring in your life. Okay, thank you for listening. Bye-bye. Bye. Empowering humanity straight from the divine, ever-flowing river of bliss and oneness is my mystery. Tranquility. Tiny spark of